You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Episode 16 of Untapped Keg. I'm RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How you doing there, big guy? I'm good, man. I'm good. We, uh, you know, we're, we're crushing these bad boys out, man. I'm, I'm excited. We're getting, getting some, you know, listeners. We have our regular listeners tapping into, to the episode. So it's been, it's been good, man. I'm feeling good. Um, how have you been? Um, I'm doing better this week. Um, yeah, there's, you know, you can see some substantial changes happening in the world, which is hmm. giving some hope. Um, yeah, I I agree. I agree. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, we've obviously protested before. We've obviously screamed and shouted at the top of our lungs that Black Lives Matter. Um, and at that time, when we first started doing it, nothing, not much has changed. Uh, but now we're starting to see some change in in what two weeks. Um, yeah. So it's 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 very awesome to see. Um, and and shout out to everybody out there in the front lines, um, protesting and and making a change. You know, the peaceful protesting. Absolutely, I, I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It's still going on. You don't see as much footage because. Uh, the police have realized, it seems like, that if you stop beating peaceful protesters, it doesn't make the news. Hmm. Kind of weird. <laughs> Funny how that happened. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, if you allow for them to exercise their right, and obviously if they're following the rules, let them do as they will. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's about time, man. And and again, I'm half glass, or glass half full. Um, so I'm most definitely excited for this. We're two weeks in. I'm looking forward to see where we're going to be three to four months from now. Um, um, you know, with with some of the laws that are that are already being written, written, whatever, and being passed. This is the change that we needed. Yeah, yeah, it's very inspiring to see. And um, me personally, there's a lot more people willing to listen instead of just say, Oh, well, what about this? It's people being like, okay, what, what have you actually experienced um, with my limited views? And uh, you know, do you, do you have any ideas to possibly help things along? So Hmm. that's, uh, that's very awesome too. So it is like, it is. And what I love the most, obviously I love it all, but the one thing that I'm, you know, really been taking note of is just, just kind of watching and listening to people who are actually doing, um, as much as they can, meaning, you know, maybe sharing stuff on social media, make it post, sharing examples of when they were chatting with their friends and, and helping maybe their friend to understand, um, you know, basic or the basics of systemic oppression. And uh, it's just awesome to see them now still say, like, I feel like I need to do more. I feel like there's more that I can do. And that's 
what I feel like is different than what, than the last time. I feel like the last time, and I'm talking back during Obama's second term, I believe, when this uh, the Black Lives Movement, the Matters Movement came about, um, I feel like people were just retweeting stuff and posting it and saying stuff, but then that's that. But now people are doing that protesting and i still feel like these same individuals and i'm speaking for white people as well too um allies that being saying that you know i feel like we need to do more there's still more that i need to do and this is awesome to see man because about time this is starting to happen the change is starting to happen the tide is starting to turn and uh people are starting to to unify and 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 we're able to i i see a future of us actually cohabit Tainting, cohabitat, whatever it is, living together peacefully and uh, making a change for the next generation. That's Star Trek utopia. Out of the way. <laughs> uh, you just mentioned Star Trek? You bet I did. My dad would be very proud of you. <laughs> well, if he's listening, shout out to you, senior. Uh, very proud. You know, so you, you said something there that kind of made me think. Uh, from that time when Ferguson happened to now, mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement hasn't been dormant. Like, it's been a lot of education. So, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of, you know, I've been listening. I think a lot of people in our generation and the younger generation has been listening, soaking this in. And now, this is the fruits of that labor. Now, all of us can share it to the older generations and give examples and say, listen, Nobody's blaming that you you haven't done anything or that you don't know. But if you don't want to learn and you want to remain ignorant, then we're going to start blaming you. And right. that seems to be the difference now compared to back then. Because back then it was like the light was starting to shine, but there wasn't a lot of uh, – there wasn't a large knowledge base, a large base of people that had knowledge of it right and that was when i first started to really learn like oh wow i don't know anything <laughs> i know i mean you're john snow mm, i mean <laughs> i mean you're not alone though man me being an african-american um and obviously at the time of obama's terms i uh i was young i'm not going to say that i didn't obviously believe in racism or understand <clears throat> that it still existed um I didn't know much about systemic oppression. Um, I really didn't. I didn't, I was, you know, I still believe that, you know, racism was just, you know, you, the burning of crosses and the, you know, people calling you the N word or, or you're not getting hired because you're black. Um, you're not getting served because you're black or, um, you know, individuals riding around in white hoods, but that's not, necessarily how it is nowadays it's still some of that stuff still happens of course but it's more it's been reformed in a sense where it's now about bank loans not going through or you're not being approved for them um to jobs still of course but to food deserts like we talked about last time all that stuff so yeah so i'm pretty much i'm just echoing exactly what you're saying um the education was something that i needed to get caught up on um, back then when I was a little younger to where now it's like I'm being older. I most definitely understand it and see it, see it now for sure of how it affects generations. Um, so it, that's, 
So that's sweet, man. You most definitely got my mind my mind thinking uh, when when you, when you just mentioned that. So kudos, kudos to big shout out protesting. Yeah, man. Gen Z, huh? I mean, obviously everybody else, but Gen Z. I love talking to my younger sister about it. She's like Gen Z. You know, we got the time. That's uh, true. This is what they <laughs> with online schooling. Everything's online, and I feel like they were made for this moment to rebel. Just, just unleash Gen Z and just let them rebel um, in a very appropriate way. Meaning, not the burning and the looting, but the but the protesting. Scream, shout, let it be known. Keep doing it. Don't let up. Yeah. Yep. Before we get sucked down this rabbit hole, uh, <laughs> which is very important, and I'm not trying to turn light onto it, but we want a no. little bit of a different show this time because the past yes, two been so heavy. So, yes, indeed. Um, let's move on to an important announcement from you. You seem to have all the all the announcements on the show. But, uh, <laughs> what you got? No, man, I, I, I don't want it to sound like that as if I got all the important announcements. You, you are, you are 10 toes deep into your career. I, you know, from episode one to now, I've been trying to, f- you know, figure out where, you know, where I'm going to fit in um, after, you know, finally being content with, never being able to play or never going to play professional football again. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm finally, I'm finally getting my feet um, wet and, and, and liking it in this field that I'm in now, that being social work, never knew that I would actually like it, but I do, I'm finding my niche. And um, so, yeah, I, 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 not only am I doing this program um, with the uh, vulnerable population, um, of the individuals who've been stationed at uh, different hotel sites. Um, I also teamed up with the Wisconsin Voices for Recovery and it's, it was announced um, a couple days back and um, I am the outreach specialist for the Wisconsin Voices for Recovery. Um, and my, my goals are, you know, I was brought onto the team um, onto the board um, because my, my, my goal is to tap into the, uh, more marginalized populations slash communities who are heavily impacted, have been heavily impacted by, by opioids um, and not just opioids, obviously other drugs and, and alcohol as well. Um, because as we all know, it's it's easier, obviously, for a person of color to build rapport with another person of color or community of, of, of color. So it's, uh, you know, my voice as I tap into those communities um, I'm going to scream and shout and yell back towards the University of Wisconsin, um, their family um, medicine department, and grab as many resources as I, as I need to help out those communities. So it's it's sweet, man. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm not just uh, obviously eliminating or ignoring, I want to say, um, you know, white communities um, because we help them out as well, too. It's just we got to just shine some attention, some light on the uh, – the the uh, communities uh, of the marginalized population. So yeah, man. Congratulations. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get too long winded here. That's exciting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is, man. It's just like another piece to the puzzle for me, and uh, appreciate you letting me kind of share that. I don't want to steal all the light here, but it's it's you know ever since I retired, it like I said, I thought you know football was my entire puzzle, 
um, which is why I obviously struggled with alcohol, struggled with significant insecurity issues that I obviously puked on on others um, in very inappropriate ways. Um, you know, throughout my therapy, I, I found out that it's it's kind of a self identity crisis, uh, struggling mentally, thinking that my puzzle was all football when football was just a piece of the puzzle. So now I'm starting to grab other pieces and it's completing the entire puzzle. If any of that made sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Life is, yeah. you're just trying to find the next piece and where to place it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, that's a good metaphor. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's been going well, man. Yeah. Seeing, seeing your growth in the past uh, six months has been amazing. Like from, I appreciate that, man. Where you started. I mean, you were you were in a good place, and you're not really one to let it show if you're not. But uh, mm. you, we, you know, we can really tell the past, you know, two months that you're you you love that path that you're on right now, and um, yeah, I appreciate that. Everyone's yeah. proud of you. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly and. You know, this is this is I'm so I'm so glad we're getting to this point of of the conversation because someone in recovery, myself and you as well, how important it is to have a support system, a team, people who are in your corner. And and for me, man, I'm extremely thankful of you. I'm extremely thankful of obviously my sisters, my parents. Um, love my nephews to death. Obviously, my son is huge support, huge huge support uh, that keeps me going. And I'm just blessed, man. Um, I'm most definitely blessed to have people like you guys in my corner to keep to keep me going. Um, so it's been it's extremely rewarding. Social work, giving back. It's it's you, when you give back, it it does something to your spirit. So so those who are listening, man, it, it's get out there, volunteer, help others out, listen to stories of people in recovery, and. Um, Try to find ways how you can, you know, grab others along the way. Just waving and saying hi to a stranger, you know, putting smile on people's faces. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. drops something, stop and pick it up and say, oh, excuse me, you dropped this. Like <laughs> those little things make, you know, they make people's days and um, you never know what people are struggling with. So mm-hmm. you don't, man, you don't. So what's up with. What's up with you, man? I was like, again, I appreciate I appreciate that time you let me kind of just throw all that out there and make I feel I feel I feel good. I feel really good. So what's up with you? I know that I helped you out yesterday with that mulch. I mean, I didn't yeah. spread it, but well, my gosh, you did the the hard part. My my <laughs> back was hurting. <laughs> um, we finished some landscaping in the backyard. Uh, actually, it's funny you bring that up because I need three more bags of uh, mulch. Are you serious? Yeah. You had 15 of them. Oh, I know. Trust me. And I spread <laughs> them and I'm like, I knew it. Uh, but then we need some weed killer back there too because uh, some we- some weeds started popping up, which happens. You just mm-hmm. sprayed a little bit on the mulch. And, uh, you know, we're starting to little by little turn this house into ours after you mm-hmm. know, two and a half years finally. Both of us I mean, things. come out of our depression a little bit. And, you know, mm. being sh- so stressed as we were, like, uh, we used to joke about how we're we're addicted to stress. Like, 
both of us had stable jobs. We had a we had a you know a pretty decent house on the west side of Madison. And then I was like, uh, you know what? I, I think I think I want to live on the east side and work over there. Your sister's like, well, I wanted to be closer to my family anyway. So <laughs> at ten months pregnant, yeah, ten months pregnant, we moved to the east side. And from then on, we didn't really stop. Uh, you know, the oldest was born, and we started a business, and you know, started from scratch. Uh, to the point that Ashley, this isn't her field, so she spent like a month getting all the licenses she needed to be a childcare provider and to be mm-hmm. an owner. Found the space, found you know, started all the um, renovations we were going to need. Started got got the business loan, got everything laid out, got her whatever it is, fifty page hand booklet written up from scratch um all this stress then you know owning that business dropping down to a a one income family uh then i decide i'm gonna change jobs again but we don't have to move and i'm gonna take on a leadership role and in that we get pregnant with baby number two it's like just one (laughs) after another that's my well you know my well documented issues (laughs) that I had at work. Uh, You know, it's just been like, now we're finally starting to come out of the other side and take care of uh, not just the babies, but ourselves a little bit more fully. So um, that's true, man. I mean, you guys, I don't know where you guys find the time, which is why it's been, you know, I'm a very competitive individual. um, And I'm not saying as if it's a competition, but you know, seeing how well, um, I guess obviously from the outside looking in, but obviously I do know you pretty well. And obviously my sister, I know a little bit, obviously of the inside of, <clears throat> of your guys' stress, of course, just like every other family, but, um, you guys, uh, are just killing it with what you guys are doing, raising two kids under the age of, you know, two's the, the, the oldest, um, and running the business, you doing your job and, I mean, it's like, I have no excuse. <laughs> it's like, I got both legs, both arms, two eyes, healthy mind. And it's like, I gotta, you know, I gotta like keep it up, keep it up with the Joneses. <laughs> it's like, I gotta most definitely try to keep up with you guys. Cause you guys are just killing it. So that, that's awesome. I mean, you know, we're tired 24 seven. So there's that. Mm. So we sacrifice sleep. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive. I mean, because your sons are are a handful. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> a, I mean, the, are a handful. The youngest is taking his first steps now, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. But we know that that means it's over for uh, what little time we had before. We're not going to be able to just sit on the couch and know where they are. So mm-hmm. it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah we're it's getting two years started <laughs> i think i've said this before but uh when we took the oldest to um that indoor playground in sun prairie mm-hmm. um they a lady was talking to us she's like you know oh how we i have three kids like how close are yours and and you know ashley told her 
And then uh, she goes, oh, that's how close mine are too. Uh, my, you know, it's going to be about three, four years. And I'm like, wait, for the oldest to get there or from now? And then she just laughed. <laughs> that's cute. She's like, now is the not enough time phase. And that's like the first three or four years. Not enough time for sleep. Not enough time for each other. Not enough time to do it your house. Not enough time for either kid. Not enough time to um, that really do, you know, do anything that you need. You get, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made, which you know when you're a parent. But um, it's hard to see the, the forest through the trees. Uh, mm. And sometimes that's what we focus on a little bit too much is the trees that are in front of us right now. But, you know, if we look past it, we can see the forest and maybe, you know, marvel at the beauty. Maybe we can see a little bit of a path to make it easier. So, uh, yeah, things things are getting, I want to say, are calming down to a point where uh, we're getting a little bit more of a... um structure which is nice which is what what you know everybody needs but uh man it you know every once in a while it really uh under that much stress and hiding my feelings for so long in alcohol um Mm -hmm. you know so a lot of these feelings that i should know and have a a good grasp of i just i don't uh i just uh trying to get get a handle of them and the best way to deal with them and for you know for me um i keep a lot of my stresses to myself because i don't want to stress the people around me and i still do it even though i know it's a weakness even though i know i shouldn't so that has a negative impact on um you know me as a parent and me as a as a partner so that that adds more stress because Ashley doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know if it's something that she did or um, it leaves me my frustrations to be a little bit quicker. I have less patience. Um, I don't really, I don't really take it out on the kids, but um, I'm not as fun as I should be. And then mm-hmm. when you keep all that and you have that weight too, you're more tired. So the oldest right now loves to do horsey. Well, when I'm keeping my frustrations and my um, stresses internal, I I don't really want to do horsey very much at all, even though I try to make myself. But um, when 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 we're talking, it just feels better having that connection. Um, and when everything's out in the open and you're we're talking about it, so. Yeah, everything at that point feels a lot better and you just feel like you can, you get a second wind almost. Mm. So, and (laughs) not everything's unicorn and rainbows. Uh, (laughs) It's a give and take. And, you know, this this sobriety journey, it's not always easy. As easy as some people make it look, it's not, um, you know, it's been... Six years for me, I can still remember the taste of beer. Um, I miss it. I, you know, I miss my whiskey sour old fashions. I miss. Uh, <laughs> you would, yeah. You know, 
You would you know? be a whiskey sour. Oh That's my too gosh. sweet. Listen, it's too <laughs> sweet with brandy or sweet. You got to throw a little bit of that sour in there to balance out them flavors. I got a palate. I don't just taste. I got a palate. You <laughs> uh, dang Wisconsinites. Yeah. You know, that's, it's something that, uh, I think both of us are learning, um, and being, being open and honest with people out there too, who are, you know, in it right now too, uh, all the way the world is right now, it, it can feel like just as big a weight as your own personal problems. Um, and that's tough. And sometimes we have to unplug and reset so that we can go and try to make the world a better place, but not just that, but try to make ourselves better for the people around us. That's a very important part right there. Yeah. The focus of not only, yes, not only making it better for, Myself, yourself, um, everyone who's protesting right now, making it better for them right now. This is for the future. Everyone else around us, everyone that's going to come after us. You know, we got to, this, this is, that's, you struck a nerve with that one, with that line, man. I like it. And one thing I've never understood the thinking behind, but I've heard a lot is, uh, well, I had to go through it. So why shouldn't they? Well, you had to go through it, so why don't you make it better for the people behind you so that they don't have to have those same feelings, those same self-defeating feelings that, you know, you think make you hard and you think make you uh, really sharp-edged, but really all those sharp edges do is make people be cautious of you, you know? They don't, they don't necessarily make you a better person, even though you might feel like it. Um, and nobody should have to do that. So that's something that I've been trying to do with my very little uh, influence, my very little, um, you know, power, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, is just try to make it better for the people behind me. I don't want people to have to go through what I went through. So, mm, no, nah, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I mean, your your influence, and this this is for everybody who may feel or believe as if their influence is, you know, small, minuscule compared to others. It's you know you, it's a domino effect. You're able to change two to three people's mindsets, views, um, etc. It's it's that domino effect, and what happens when you know their views are changed, and they talk to other people, and they change it. That ripple effect. I actually should say it's. It's possible. It's happening, and it's and it's an awesome time. But back to yeah, man. You and my sister, you guys are killing it. You guys are doing awesome things, raising two beautiful boys, doing all that yard work, running the business. You working your job. It's glass is half full. This was definitely the mindset of this cast, this podcast right here. That especially coming from the you know possibly world war three to coronavirus to whatever oh else has gone on this year r.i.p kobe bryant etc it's just man it's the hits keep hopefully on the next yeah hopefully these next six months man we can kind of 
get outside this bubble and, and breathe and and still do some awesome things this year. Um, so it's it's gonna be it's it's awesome, man. It's really awesome. Yeah. So huge, huge shout out to people who just started their sobriety journey, celebrating some anniversaries. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the past two or three months, like that's amazing. That's incredible. Adding some new stress on top of all this stress is, uh, you know, that's a feat. And even though you may not feel like uh, it's worth celebrating one week, one month, you know, two months, it's worth celebrating the little things because they add up. Be kind to yourself. Understand it's an accomplishment. If you're trying to start going sober and you have a drink, uh, or two, or you go out and have a night and slip up, that's okay. You know, honestly, nobody gets it the first time. And if they do their, you know what, they were ready or so they hit the very rock bottom. Like, mm-hmm. um, that's the, mm-hmm. yeah, just be kind to yourself. Reward yourself. Tr- treat yourself to what you deserve. And that is to be happy. Mm, happiness man pursuit of happiness definitely definitely so getting back onto glass half full things to look forward to the the last six months what you got I mean I mean we we obviously can't ignore this I mean the PS5 of course I mean the PS5 baby sleek look man I love it I mean I love it clean clean look um just the sex appeal when you look at it is just i need to buy that but let's see how much it's gonna cost we should should make a bet man or something what do you think so i saw an industry (laughs) analyst and this is like the third different industry analyst who's put the price here Mm -hmm. i mean we'll see because they have the disc um the version that takes takes discs and then they have the all digital version which has no disc drive so, I wonder if they'll be the same price. And if they're the same price, to me, that would mean the all-digital has a bigger hard drive. Um, but the industry analyst said that they think both the Xbox and PlayStation 5 are going to come between 450 and 500 okay. So, what do you think then? That's the thing. I, I, I can... I'll, I, whew, I'm thinking that PS5, man, is going to probably be... Five fifty, five ninety nine. Um, Gosh, I hope not. That's I really it. hope not because you know that's what the PS three cost when it came out. That's what I'm saying, man. I I don't think that this is gonna. But do you know how much the PS four cost? Do you remember that? It was like three ninety nine, right? Four hundred. So yep. that's what people are yep. looking back to, and you know play, that's how PlayStation set them up so what themselves up so well this generation. Uh, you know, Xbox One was four ninety nine when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I could see the the Xbox coming out with a four ninety nine for sure. And I think with what um Sony has done in this box, because you know, they've laid out what they've done and um usually the comp- some of the components in there they can kind of uh streamline with a little bit cheaper, but uh especially the cooling system. 
uh, they spent way up. They spent like five times what they usually do on cooling so that the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4, the fan isn't so loud. Um, I've heard a lot of people complain that you can hear the fan even when you're uh, wearing headphones. I haven't had that, but that doesn't, you know, I'm lucky. Uh, you're, talking about, <laughs> you're talking about on the 4? Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah so it, it. sometimes I can hear it. Not when my headphones are on, but uh, um, when I'm playing Warzone. Oh man, that uh, game makes my system chug <laughs> so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like my PS4 is like really just struggling to chug along with just uh, just running that Warzone for some reason. It's but, like uh, when you put that new computer game in the old computer, and it just yep. gets choppy, and you're like, "Oh man, I don't know if I'll be able to run this." <laughs> I don't know, man. This is. I think it's going to be the PS5 is going to be five ninety nine. Xbox. What is the Xbox? The new one called Series again? X. You just said it, but Series X, um, which is so funny because I grew up on Xbox, but then just once I hit late college, um, played in the league, it was just PlayStation. But uh, five ninety nine for the PS5, four ninety nine for the Xbox. What? And I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think it's going to matter either. I don't. I don't think that 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 gap is going to matter or hit PlayStation too hard because the excitement for the video games, Man. the games that are coming out for PlayStation. If, if there's what a hundred dollar price gap out? like that, that's a big deal. But so here's here's the differences. <laughs> um, the main differences between what Sony and Microsoft are doing for this next generation. So Microsoft has come out and said in the first. Um, year to year and a half, there's going to be no exclusives to Series X. Uh, first par- first party, at least. Third party, there might be. So, like, first party means Microsoft owns studios that you can only get on Microsoft. Um, so, like Halo, Gears of War, um, games like that. So, that, what they're trying to do, so they have Game Pass, which is like PlayStation Now, but with Game Pass, they have doubled down, and all of their first-party titles are on Game Pass day and date. So it's kind of like Netflix for video games, where you buy this, and there's a bunch of different games that you can stream. And, you know, for, I think it's like 10 bucks a month. So for 10 bucks a month, mm-hmm. you can get the new Halo, <clears throat> the new Gears of War. You don't own it, but you can play it whenever you want. They'll never come down. And that's different from how Sony does PlayStation Now, where they put their first party titles on, but usually it's about a year afterwards. So, and then Sony's most recent press conference, which was this week, they got both of us super hyped. I mean, I, I was just jumping out my body. Um, it was so sweet, but, uh, they're going to have all those titles that they showed minus like three were PlayStation exclusive for at least, um, you know, a few months. So, you know, if you want to talk about it now, that's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, oh yeah. I got goosebumps. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Because, uh, I was a little late to the party, man, with the, um, with the, uh, the first Spider-Man or the other Spider-Man, um, pretty late to the party. Obviously you told me about it. I was like, all right, whatever, you know, I'll give it a try, check it out. And I was, I was just 
all in. That's got to be your favorite game of all time. The way you talk about no. it. No. Ocarina of <laughs> not time, of, but like your second. Not of, <laughs> not of all time, but I will tell you what, man. That game from front to end, um, obviously, you know, you can run through the, the game, defeat the boss, you know, in what? say nine hours eight hours um but the side missions the just the everything else that you could do the exploring just swinging and, through the city just doing that mm-hmm. you could do that for that hours so sweet just so sweet i love that game i love that game most definitely love that. my son loves that game as well um so i'm most definitely looking forward to miles story um seeing how they're gonna you know, in this one and just checking out, obviously on the PS five, see how it's going to run, see all the, the, the new gadgets with it. And my bet, it's going to be a, it's going to be a close, a close finish with last of us two in miles Morales, Spider-Man game uh, for game of the year. Yeah. I mean, I think I, so. I told you this before cyberpunk is going to have something to say, uh, come September. That's right. That's However, right. The reviews for Last of Us Part Two came out, and uh, I was hyped before. I started playing Left Behind, which is the DLC to the first game, and it just reminds me how much mm-hmm. I love that game. I love the environment. I love the gameplay. Um, I'm hyped for it now, like on levels that I wasn't before, which is unbelievable. But um, yeah, that's Naughty Dog, man. Naughty Dog. I so I didn't know because you've been. I mean, you're still telling me to this day to play Uncharted. I didn't know that Naughty Dog were you know they were so good at you know storytelling. Yeah, yep. And it started. It honestly started with the first Uncharted, which was a launch title mm-hmm. for PlayStation Three or mm-hmm. launch when I th- believe it was launch window. Um, that yeah, that it's like. It's like Indiana Jones, uh, but modernized. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's the Uncharted series, and in my opinion, if you play all of them, like the payoff at the end of four is one of the best payoffs um, that I've gotten in video games. It was just it's such a complete story from you know it's one through four. Uh, there is another one on um, Vita, but I've n- I never played that one. Um, and then uh, there's that; it's a spinoff, going to similar to what they're comparing Miles Morales to. It's Miles Morales isn't a full blown sequel. Uh, it's a standalone story, but it's going to be a little bit shorter mm-hmm. than the original game. Probably, I would guess between seven and eight hours. Um, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which was some side characters uh is still tied into the universe but it's not it's not like a mainline story so that was really cool that they did that and i haven't played that yet i plan on playing it um probably once i beat last of us part two i bet i'll probably jump into that so yeah but uh man yeah, I got to jump into God of War and Uncharted is what it sounded yeah, like. I would say it's they, <laughs> the Uncharted games. Uh, they're not very long either. I want to say 10 to 12 hours, depending on how much you explore. So you could do them probably faster. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then trying to think of, uh, you know, oh, the, the Miles Morales. Did you watch that trailer to the What's Up Danger soundtrack song? I only watched like 10 seconds because I was like, wait, this is just the same. This is the same. Yeah, but it's, already, the, already watched. it's the What's Up Danger song laid over it like perfectly. From uh, Spider-Man I'll into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It fits oh, yeah. so perfect. So perfect. It, to the point where I thought that they had also changed the suit to be the Into the Spider-Verse suit, but uh, they didn't. Still, it's so cool. That's what I'm saying, man. So that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why if I had to, like, right now, if I was forced to put all my eggs in one basket of Game of the Year, I'm going to go with Miles Morales because the excitement... Obviously, there's a ton of excitement for you know Last of Us Part Two, but just the little stuff like that with this Miles Morales, people putting that what's what's up danger to it, and people thinking back to the into the Spider Verse, and just how well they've been doing it thus far. I think it's just going to have a bigger impact, S- just just slightly though, um, just slightly because Last of Us. I want to get back to that, about back to Naughty Dog, man. Uh, the storytelling, I wasn't sold whenever you kept telling me to play it. I wasn't sold because I was never one to really care about zombie games. Um, only because I was just like, you know, what, 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 you know, what more can, what am I going to gain or in a zombie game, you know, kill zombies, try to find a cure, hide, get four to five bullets, try to find a couple pieces to unlock a door or something crafts all that stuff it's like i've done that with the resident evils a while ago but i love last of us because i love the relationship that they they really focused on ellie and jules relationship um they really focused on the environment i think just the atmosphere of every scene every location that you go has its own story in itself and it's just a beautiful story from front to end um so i guess what i'm saying here is <laughs> i'm still betting on miles morales but i'm probably going to have more of an emotional connection obviously the part two the last of us part two um you know the thing that is so, going to yeah. help miles morales too is it's going to be on a new hardware so that game is more than likely going to live up to expectations. That's it's what I'm saying. Have the excitement of the new hardware behind it. I mean, you have a point there. So that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like this. It's it's gonna it's gonna win, in my opinion. Just like you said, the new hardware, the new system, man. It's gonna it's those cities are gonna that city is gonna look flawless on your television. Um, interacting with the you know the people. Um, you know, walking the streets to the taxis driving, the cars driving to the fighting style. Yo, what's to the up, web. Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, hey, exactly. Give me a high five. Just a little, <laughs> just a little stuff like that. It's gonna. That's what's gonna take that one over the edge. But I think all in all, from front to end, story wise, um, like uh, no, 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 emotional story. I want to say. The emotional connection is Last of Us. Yeah. 
Spider-Man, uh, although you just mentioned that this is a standalone, but I just love the story. But for emotional purposes, for for relationships, for you know who really took their time on building a relationship, Naughty Dog did with with Last of Us Part uh, the first one, and I think they're going to do that with Part Two as well. Yeah, it's going to be uh, this year was built up to be one of the best years in gaming. I mean, we've been if gaming is your hobby, you've been lucky for the past <laughs> four years. Every year has been better than the last, which is unbelievable. You look at, you know, what 2017 had, then you go to 2018, then you go to last year, which was somewhat of a down year, but the only reason it's a down year is because 2017 and 18 were so good. And then this year, which was, you know, I, I mean, there's four, five, six games that were so hyped that they outhyped the last one, which is unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, you, the year that so Spider Man came out in 2018 was the same year as God of War, same as Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Spider Man didn't win a lot of awards, but that's a game that people still talk about and revere. Like, you know, God of War told a story that stuck with you, and that gameplay was flawless, in my opinion. Um. The relationships that you built in that game were just, they were so, so heavy. Like, they were heavy, but at the same time, like, you laughed a lot in it. Um, it, yeah, I, I feel like the younger generation growing up on video games, a lot of times on the older games, you kind of made your own story as you played. That's why I think Battle Royales are so popular is because every time you're making a new experience, you're making a new story with your friends. Um, you know, the, the storytelling that are ha- that is happening in games is it's hitting another level that it's going to, it's mm-hmm. just as respected as movies. So yeah, this is, this is an exciting time. That's a very good point. That's what I said. That's what I told you once I finished last of us. I said that I was like, cause I'm, 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 I'm heavy into storytelling, <clears throat> storytelling in movies, um, and obviously you are heavy into video games, the storytelling in video games. So now that was my first time um, in the modern time. I want to say because obviously Ocarina of Time is still my favorite of all time um, of, of storytelling, but of those two worlds meshing and me saying when I texted you that. That was almost like a movie. Yep. Last of Us when I played it, and then when it ended, I was like, I, I, I just sat through a movie almost, which is just awesome. And I, and obviously that's what Naughty Dog was was sh- you know shooting for. Um, so kudos to them, man. That's why it's uh, I'll probably hurry up and well, when is I I didn't see when the Miles Morales game's coming they out. They didn't but, announce it yet. My guess is they'll announce it okay. when. Uh, PS Five's announced because I bet you Miles Morales is probably done, and then they said, "Wait, wait, right. wait! We want to launch it on the PS Five. It'll be only PS Five. That's going to be the launch title, right? Because you know, obviously, going to run through that game. Uh, I wouldn't say fairly quickly, but you know, you can kind of obviously the Spider Man games. You can kind of get through them at a quicker pace. I, I would um, say November. You're looking at probably the week, maybe two weeks before Black Friday." 
Right. But it's uh but that last of us two is gonna that's the game where I'm gonna shut the lights off and uh the only like is gonna be my television and get into that story. It's it's I'm most definitely looking forward to it. Read the reviews, awesome. I'm psyched. I was definitely psyched, man. I was definitely excited. So, this is a good transition point. So, this week, I felt like I've needed something that can give me some hope to kind of like get my spirits up. And it just so happened that Queer Eye dropped a new season. Uh, you know, never watched Netflix, it. It's a Netflix show, dude. I, I, I tell good. you what, I'm not like, you know, if I sit and watch, jerker, if huh? I sit and watch a makeover show, um, like it, it's whatever, I get a little bit of enjoyment out of it. But what the relationships that Queer Eye builds, the what you can personally get from what they talk about on TV, it's not just um, you know they're making somebody look better, they're making their environment better. It's they're diving into their the person and they're telling you their struggles and there's like everybody has struggles, but you know, if you can find something that you can grasp onto something that can give you some hope that can lift you up, that one thing is all you need. And you can take that to be, uh, you know, the person that you see the person you want to be. And it's just, it's not just tear jerk jerking, but like, you know, it makes you smile. It gives you some hope. And it, mm. it does, if you watch that show and you can go through the entire first season without crying, I'm going to tell you you're heartless. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm going to do it then. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping up to I, the plate then. I'm going to try. There's like, I'm going to, I want to say like eight episodes per season, maybe less. Um, some of the seasons, I feel like one of the seasons was only six, but Yes, it is so, so good. And each one of the five guys is just, they bring their own personality and they're all so likable and they care. That's that's what I've heard. Uh, someone just asked me four days ago if I've watched that show. And I watched like like 10 minutes of the first episode. I had no idea that it was a re- reality show. Um I was just assuming that it was a TV show, like a like a, like a you know, sitcom a, or something. Uh, not even not even like a sitcom, right? Just like a just like a you know like a Parks and Rec or a, or, or something along those lines. Um, yeah, because that's not yeah. So uh, when I did start it, the first ten minutes, I was like, oh, I didn't know it was a reality show, so I kind of just turned it off. It's like oh, I'm not really in the mood for a reality show, like a you know. The Housewives of Atlanta or something like that, but I've heard I've only heard great things about Queer Eye, so I'm gonna have to check it out, man. Yeah, I highly I recommend definitely. it to anybody who needs a smile or needs to get some emotions out that you didn't know you had. Um, hmm. It's especially nowadays. Yeah, huh? it's, it's that show, like, like I that. said, that I needed because I needed something hopeful. So it's awesome, and um, yeah, that's just. That show is so good. I think we're on episode four now of the newest season. So, then it's something that we watch together because it makes us laugh. And we're always like, why can't we make our house look like that? <laughs> it's because we don't have that kind of money. But also, <laughs> we haven't put that effort into it either. 
Well, you guys are now, so it's it's good, man. I think it was awesome, man. This I think it was awesome that we, like you said, this episode, glass half full, finding the silver linings and everything that's going on from the protesting to obviously still the COVID-19 to, um, you know, all the negatives. We're still able to tap in and we're hoping others are doing this as well, too. And obviously it's 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 easier said than done. Of course, stress is still stress. Depression is still depression relapse is still relapse um but trying to find those silver linings in in the smaller things um that being still being fortunate to have family or or a life um loved ones uh etc a job uh, obviously i understand that some don't so it's just uh this is this is this was a really really rewarding episode yeah yeah you know just we're going to try to be better um, tomorrow than we were today. But you know what? Who we are today, we are also good. So there's nothing wrong with appreciating where you are today. But also trying to see that forest through the trees, trying to uh, admire the beauty that is there. Yeah. Because it is. It's there, man. It most definitely is there. Uh, what is that line that you say? Seeing the forest through the the trees or what yeah, is that? seeing the forest through the trees. Mm-hmm. I don't try, like that. I'm try, trying to don't make uh, mountains out of molehills. <laughs> Your sister loves that one. I've heard that one. She swears <laughs> that she never heard it before. I'm like, I say that all the time. No, no, you don't. Text them. Text them. Talking about the group chat. Everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we've heard that one before. We're so good, man. yeah, just uh, I feel take, better. Take, take some time today and appreciate where you have, where you are. Mm. So that's that's all. That's it. <laughs> that's sweet, man. That is sweet. So where can well, where can they find you, you, man? You start. Oh, yeah. Oh, you threw back at me. <laughs> uh, obviously on Instagram at Monte Ball. Um, Twitter at Monteball28, obviously, on our platform, on Twitter, Instagram, Untapped Kegs. Uh, send us an email. Please message us. Shoot us some questions, topics, etc. We're going to tackle them. RJ, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at, at It's Trickster. The I and Trickster is the one on Twitter. Um, yeah, otherwise, just Google search Untapped Keg. Uh, leave us a review on mm-hmm. iTunes. Uh review on stitcher that's where you listen we're on all the major podcast platforms so uh we did have a question that i forgot about this week Hmm. uh it's actually from my brother uh we can we can answer that one next week though because i know you have a heart out here so (laughs) it's a good one and it's a fun one it's a really fun one so looking forward to it i will save it it. so that we have it for next week well, sweet, man. Well, wish you well, man, today on what you got going on. To those listening, wish you guys well. Um, go uh, go tackle a day and and be thankful for another 24 hours. Yeah, we love you. Take care. You guys take care.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.